and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and on this week's episode, with the launch of the Future Beef Programme, I'm joined by the Programme Manager, Martina Harrington, to get an insight into the new Suckler Beef Demonstration Farm Programme. To find out who your local participant is, what new technologies these farmers will be adopting, and what targets these farmers are aiming to achieve over the next five years. Martina, you're very welcome. It's an exciting week for Suckler Beef Farmers with the launch of the Future Beef Programme. Can you tell me more about it? The Future Beef Programme is TAGS's new Suckler Beef Demonstration Farm Programme and it comprises a network of 24 demonstration farms positioned right across the country. Um, each of these farms were picked, selected because they were typical of the farm size, the soil type and the system and stock numbers within their own region. So basically what we were looking for is kind of like an operation transformation um, type system where farmers would be go, able to go in, look at these farms and be able to follow them within their own region that faces the same challenges as what they are and then when we were working with these farmers over the next five years and implementing efficiencies and technologies on these farms the farmers in the local region would be really able to buy in and adopt these uh, technologies and efficiencies because they're in their own region and they're being adopted on farms similar to their own so that's the the, the system there's 22 commercial farms and then we have two non-commercial farms which is the Keypack farm in Meath and the Dawn farm Newford Farm in Athenry, County Galway. I suppose, Martina, for farmers that are operating a mixed system, which is really a commonplace on most suckler farms or a trading only system, are there participants in the programme for these type of farmers to follow? There are a catch and yeah, I suppose previously under the programs that we had, we really only concentrated on, say, if we were doing a beef program, we concentrated solely on the beef side. And if we were doing a sheep program, we con- concentrated solely on the sheep side. So with this program, we'll be looking at both and we'll be working with the sheep team to, to draw up blueprints, I suppose, looking at, you know, your spring rotation plan or how is that affected by the fact that you might have a flock of 70 or, or 200 joes and how the autumn rotation planner is affected that way. So I suppose that the farmers that we have in the program for that is Olivia Hines who's in Roscommon she is 250 euros there we have John Pringle in Ockram in Wicklow who's another 250 euros and we have Sam Pierce down in Wexford who has 70 euros on the farm and we actually have an organic farmer within the program that is mixed and has suckler and sheep uh, on the on the on the farm. Martina, listeners would have followed the success of the farmers that participated in the Chagas Irish Farmers Journal Better Farm Beef Programme over the past decade. How is this programme different? It's it's the same and different, I suppose, catching really like, you know, in the in the Better Farm programme, what we were looking at really was profitability, I suppose, was the mainstay of the programme. And that's what we focused on. And we put all of the actions in place to increase profitability. So we will be looking at that within this programme, too. Like, you know, what can farmers do to make sure that every animal on the farm more so is profitable? So it's producing the maximum amount of beef per animal with the lowest amount of inputs. But I suppose in this programme, we'll also be looking at looking how are these farmers going to also reduce their greenhouse gas and ammonia emissions how we're going to work with we'll say the asset side of the house at looking at improving water quality and how we're going to improve biodiversity on these farms also so it's more of a holistic ap- approach catching to the to the to the farms and martina as part of the future bee program farmers will be adopting new technologies which will be a key part of the program what kind of new technologies will the farmers be adopting 
Again, Catherine, I suppose it, it's the same. It's new and old. So I suppose the new technologies that we will really be pushing on the farms are like the protected ureas and the low emission slurry spreading. And these really are kind of the low hanging fruit to reduce down greenhouse gas emissions on farm. Like if we look at switching basically from can to protected urea, you're able to reduce down by 71% the nitrous oxides being emitted. Like So it, it's a massively, um, I suppose, beneficial uh, technology to be adopted on farm and we would really be encouraging farmers to, to look at uh, protected urea and it's the same thing with your low emission slurry spreading you're reducing down the ammonia more so on the and the nitrous oxides and um, when you're spreading your slurries in that way that way rather than using a band spreader but then you're going back and you're looking at all the other efficiencies that would have been always there on farm like looking at your soil sampling and go soil sample your whole farm and correct your phs then look where your p's and k's need to be and if they're corrected then you can reduce down what nitrogen that you're putting on your farm and still grow the same amount of grass um calving your heifers at two years of age rather than three years of age so you're basically looking at taking an idle year out of the life of your out of the life of your heifer so she'll have an extra calf for the amount of time that she's on the ground which will reduce down the the total uh, greenhouse gas emissions that's associated with that animal you know having a really good health plan in, on place in your farm so that you're you're using vaccinations where they need to be used that you're using a proper health plan that you're getting the the worm burden in your animal that they're not sick so then if they're not sick that means that they have a better average daily gain which means that they're going to be slaughtered sooner which means that there's um, a lower carbon footprint associated with that with that animal and then I suppose on the other side then we'll be looking at how are farmers treating hedgerows how are they treating their habitats and what can they do there to you know maybe sequester more carbon and also to provide more of a habitat to animals flora and fauna on farms that's going to increase biodiversity on these farms. So that's what we're looking at. So it's not particularly that it's going to be one silver bullet that's going to, to, to solve this problem or that we're looking down the road for new technologies. We really do have to focus on the technologies that are there and get more adoption of those on farm. Yeah, I suppose a lot of those actions farmers are already doing possibly on the farms already. Yeah, there's a certain amount of them, but we're still trying to, to push. Like if we look at it, the average age that a heifer calves down is over 30 months. Like, you know, so if we're able to pull that back, the same thing with, with your slaughter ages. If we're able to pull that back within system, we're not necessarily saying that you're going to change your system where you're finishing animals, we'll say at 30 months and pull them back to 18. But if you're able to pull them back a month every year through better breeding, better nutrition from birth, uh, better health, you know, it's more money in your pocket in that the animal is not around on your farm as long but you're still getting the same slaughter weights for those animals you know so I suppose it, it's the, the lads that are doing it it's great and there's a good number of farmers within the program that are already doing this but it's to get more um, adoption of these throughout all beef farmers across the whole country that will be able to to reduce down the greenhouse gases of the beef sector in general. Most definitely, Martina. And listeners are familiar with weighing cows and calves in recent years, particularly with programs such as BFS. What targets will you be setting for farmers in the program to achieve? 
I suppose what we're going to be looking really at, Catherine, is setting um, targets per animal. Like, you know, so if we're looking at your beep weigh-ins, we really want your, your steers to be um, weaned at that 300 or that 200-day weight of 350 kilos. And, you know, your heifers will be slightly below that, maybe at 300. And that's a huge ask from looking at the beep weigh-ins that are coming in. So, like, that's one of the ones that, that's there from your cow then and your calf that your cow is at least 50% of the the mature weight of your cow. Like, you know, so a, a lot of people are looking at this maybe when they're looking at their beef, record, beef reports and they're looking at their heifers, but we're looking at your mature cow, that each cow has a calf every year. So those types of targets is what we're looking at, that every animal on every farm is producing to its optimum. That's great, Martina. And there's a large team in place undertaking the Future Beef Programme. Who's involved? The immediate team, um, Catherine, is myself. I'm the manager of the programme. And then we have Gabriel Trares and Ashling Malloy, who are the future beef team. And then we'll be working with the local um, advisors to each of the farms. So that's the extended team. And then we're looking at all of the research side of the house that are producing, we'll say, papers and looking at, you know, how we can improve the technologies on these farms. And then we have, say, the ASAP programme within Chagas, which will be working closely with us. And they'll be focusing, I suppose, on, on the water quality side of things so you know there is a huge um, um team behind it and then we'll be looking at the pr team that's going to push out all of these um um information and technology out through the chagas website and through social media and we'll be looking at all of the advisors locally to get a buy into these programs and really to sell it i suppose among their own clients and we'll be looking for them to bring in maybe discussion groups and um have farm walks on these farms and to really support the local advisor that is working with the, the future beef farmer. Martina, I'm sure that farmers listening will be eager to see the initial steps being taken by the participants and follow them over the next five years. And you've highlighted how each of the farm that's selected is representative of the region. How do farmers listening find out who their local future beef farm is? Um, well, Catherine, there's a future beef um, website. So if um, farmers log on to Chagas and look up the, the future beef website, and that's under under signpost also, um, there's that. And the, we have listed the, the 24 farms that are there. We'll be in the new year, we'll be putting up uh, monthly updates on each of those farms. So that will go up onto the website and then it'll be also shared out through local Facebook pages and national Facebook pages and Twitter and Instagram and any of the other um, social media pages. The local advisors will be also writing about these farmers in their local papers. And uh, God willing, when COVID uh, allows, we'll be having discussion groups coming onto these farms and we'll be having farm walks uh, going forward. So there'll be a huge amount of activity around these farms. Thanks, Martina, for such an insight. And I look forward to featuring the farmers on the podcast in the coming year. That's lovely. Thank you, Catherine, for having us. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Martina for joining me on the show. Don't forget to tune in to the second part of the virtual Chagas Beef Conference tonight, the 8th of December at 8pm. Further details are on the Chagas website. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.